Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Thank you, Silence the Voice. Actually, our idea to make uh, Toledo our person of color on the show for diversity's sake so we don't get uh, hashtag so white on it makes sense as Scott Haynes, our funniest listener, currently holding the title of that fired over and said it makes the most sense to make Toledo your person of color uh, because he doesn't know who his dad is. And I think that's hilarious. See, those are the types of jokes that are dying, and I, I found it hysterical. <laughs> you are our diverse person because you, yes, we don't know what it's like <laughs> yes, to have you. You have diverse. your thing going on. We don't know. It's, all, all, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I worry so much for Brady when I see stories that I've been seeing for the last two days. I just think of you, Brady, and I think, Uh-oh. oh. Food shortage? No. Good God, no. Oh. You think I'd still be sitting in the room if that was going on? <laughs> I'd be. That's the only time I'd be like, you need to build a studio at my house. <laughs> Brady's on the rampage. No, no, no. I see in Houston, and I'm sure Brady knows about this, yes. the tiger that's wandering the streets of <laughs> yes. Houston right now that, that's been going on oh, since Sunday. Oh, I know you do. And all I think about is Brady standing in his front yard because – Two things cross my mind. Brady loves his front yard because the neighbors are possible. So he never goes in his backyard. He stands in his front yard to talk to people all the time. He denies it and then gets uh, seen constantly and told by, by been told by his neighbors. The guy's in his front yard all the time. He's never not in his front yard. Laser looks out the window to see if you're out there so we can get the mail. Uh, and B, I think that uh, maybe you kind of got a Fred Flintstone situation where you're not actually allowed back in. And there's a, the door's been locked. Wilma! Yeah, you got that going on. But there is a tiger walking around in Houston. Have you seen this, Brett? Yeah, it's pretty yeah. great. This tiger is just like the video people have of this tiger walking through what looks like a, a really nice neighborhood. Right? And, well, it's a tiger that's been tamed to a certain degree. He's kind of used to people. He'll still eat you, 
But he's just wandering around neighborhoods. Look like he wanted to play a couple of times. When sure, he's kind of like, hey, I know people. Yeah. You guys aren't so bad. You're the ones. On? Where's my meat? I need yeah. meat. Now, eventually, yeah. eventually, he's going to be like, meat. I need meat, and you guys are definitely that. And uh, he doesn't know you. I worry about Brady because nobody in the Houston area knew at all this guy had a tiger. No one knew that there was a tiger nearby. If Brady ever found out, completely legal in Houston. All right, by the way. it is. Yeah. However, the two monkeys in the house were will. <laughs> All right. Bottom line no, the, is. the tiger is illegal. His monkeys were legal. He had two monkeys. The monkeys were okay. The yeah. tiger hey, look, was illegal. He's just trying to yeah. play with that guy well, right this there. guy is Brady. That dude you just <laughs> dude, saw right. is Brady. Stop right. the car. Right. To get out to videotape a tiger with a few feet. He's all right. He's a neighborhood tiger. That's what Sigfield and Roy said, Exactly. Too. They were best friends with him. I worry because Brady is... My choice one and one A for a guy in this room going to get eaten by a neighborhood tiger. It would be you so quickly higher above. Oh, no, everybody. this is the guy that's got a gun on him. Oh, is that a gun yeah, he's got a, out? Oh, I thought he had a gun. camera. Okay. Well, that's just awful. But I see why he would want to shoot the tiger. That looks like a guy like, yeah. I'll take care of this. <laughs> got this. I got it. I got a handgun on my hip at all times in case a tiger attacks here in the Houston regional area. Talk about the twenty-one foot rule. Oh no, of the tiger. Well, he doesn't have a knife or anything, but yeah, he definitely—he's got his gun drawn. Look at that. He's twenty-one foot rule kind of goes away when the gun is actually pointing at the thing. And then they get the tiger rustled up, and they move him back into the house, and then police come and they arrest the guy, and then the tiger's loose again, and then the 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 story goes that they got it into a van and drove away, and then that guy got caught, and the tiger got away, or the guy with the new, the new guy in the van got away with it. They don't know where any of this stuff is. <laughs> Yeah, like so they had the one he's a murder suspect. Yeah, so well, yeah, Wait, he murdered what? somebody in 2017. A weapon of choice, not a tiger, tiger. but no. you think that he's maybe using the tiger to get rid of some evidence. Bizarre. So the dude that they caught was the guy in the house. The tiger's loose. Then somebody in a white van picks the tiger up and takes off. They've lost those guys, so they have no idea where the tiger is. They don't know really who picked up. They think they know the guy. The murder. The guy that they've got is the one who had the murder rap on him a couple of years ago. He was yeah. the one in the house. Victor Cuevas. So they got him. Then some new dude picks up the tiger in a white van, and now they're gone. They don't know where they are. But I worry so much that this is going to end up in Gilbert, and Brady's going to be outside going, Check it out, Kermit Herbs. What is it, you old pirate? See, I think maybe we should hide. See, no, they're Brady. all right. They're pretty good. They're out there. Tigers are fine when they're in neighborhoods. And Brady would go up and try to pet it. Or be kind to it because it's just, yes, you would. I've seen you. You touch, you get so weirdly lost in wildlife that you go to try to I draw the line at um, grizzly bears and and big cats. You do not? No, you don't. No, you don't. You would never touch a grizzly bear in the (laughs) wild, let alone, oh, there's a Bengal tiger running the streets. If it was in your neighborhood, you'd go outside and start filming. I'm not saying you'd go walk to it. You'd go outside and go, look at that. Wow. And you would walk <laughs> would out to you absolutely. There was a tiger running in, in my neighborhood. If that was going on in your neighborhood across the street at Kenny's house, you would go outside. You get, I'd go you, outside for a second for sure. Brady, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. You are Richard Dreyfus from Close Encounters. You can't not walk towards it. <laughs> right, and... To yell at anyone that's going towards the tiger. Because of your safe. This is why I worry about you. I will handle it. Do you hear? You're making my point that I think you're the neighborhood idiot that would go out and feel impervious. And I'll keep everyone away as a wildlife expert. Next thing you know, there's two of you. 
Your bottom half and your upper half. Yeah, but, the tiger. But if it came <laughs> by, if it walked yeah. down, if, num, I was, num, num, num. if I was camped out in front of my uh, screen door and it walked by there. If? When? You know, I, well, I'm not going out yeah. there. You absolutely are going out there. You just said you'd go out to tell others to get away. Down the block. No. If I saw him down the block. You'd leave the house and go out. And I'd be you think that 30 you, feet Here's Here's my door. Okay, let me tell you this. I'd get in the car. You, sir, are not that important. That you're the only one that would recognize to tell people to get away from the tiger. If they can't figure that out, you can stay in your own house and let them figure it out the hard way. But you wandering around. They I, didn't see it? All I'm saying, if they didn't see it, yeah. then they're oblivious and they don't need to be on our planet anymore. If you need to come they're from blocks all, away, they're playing they a little toss across it. in the front yard <laughs> right, and, and they don't and see they the don't tiger coming see at them. The Bengal tiger. You think you're the savior? You need to get your savior complex right back in your house. I put on my safari hat. This is what I'm talking about. You would go outside. It doesn't matter why. You would go out. This is why I worry about you and only you in this room. Brett, do you think I'm worried about you if there's a tiger in the neighborhood wandering around to warn the others? Nope. Not even a little. Brett's in the house just cleaning and loading another weapon. Like if this thing gets too close to my stuff, I'm taking it out. Brady, you pointed my whip in a chair. You feel that you need to go outside and tell the others, (laughs) guys, you might want to be concerned about the tiger in the neighborhood. Curb, set up the ring. Daddy, I think they're pretty bright people out there. They're not going to need your help right now. We've got to warn the others. I'm not doing that. I don't know why you guys are stopping him. We would finally have something to watch on Boss KUPD. <laughs> that is true. something worth watching His on that Instagram Hold on to this flaming hoop. Film your daddy is saving the world. You've got to stop thinking that way. Because you, you proved my point right there. Well, I would go out once he's 30 feet away and warn the others. You would go out is all I'm saying. Stay in your home. If there's a tiger in the front yards, but you can't help yourself, which is why I'm concerned about you. When I see videos like this, I'm like, God damn it. I hope nobody's got some illegal Bengal tiger action going in Brady's neighborhood because he's going to get eaten. There's no way you can stay away from it. Siegfried, there's a tiger out front. What should I do? (laughs) And to tell me that you think you have that inside you, that you need to go warn the others, kids playing games, and there's a tiger one. I got to go warn the children. That means you're going to yell. And scream at the top of your lungs, and the tiger's going to turn around and go, oh, that guy's an idiot. John, I, find you I would again. yell down the street, they love bacon. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they're in your house. Uh-huh. John, I would not eat Brady. That's a promise I can make to you. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is that hungry in Gilbert. <laughs> Signed, fictional tiger in Gilbert. tiger in Gilbert. <laughs> it's, it, I saw the story, and I'm like, oh, God, this is possible. Uh, we got to start planning for Brady's replacement because... If neighborhood tigers become a thing, there is no way, no way you don't get attacked by it. No way. It won't be laser. Keep them out of my neighborhood, It won't be Kenny. It won't be any of the kids. It'll be you standing in the front yard, boss KUPD, and wow, (laughs) look at that. So majestic in the wild. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. I mean, this is how you sound around (laughs) animals. There's a supermodel standing next to you, and you're talking about the rhino. This is you at a zoo. <laughs> this is not normal speak, Brady. That is erotic. <laughs> yeah, you lose you lose your mind. That one, that one. You what lose is your this? mind around. This is when Brady went to the zoo and this we is... took out clips from his video. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's sexual. 
Listen to this. <laughs> Just feeding an animal. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing day. <laughs> That's Brady with animals. You're telling wow. me that a tiger in the front yard isn't going to go into that thing? And That's sp- just feeding a rhino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's so excited about it. That was a lot of heavy breathing. It's the hardest he's worked in years. I worry about you. Never forget that day. I won't either, because it was the grossest day a grown man's had in forever. John, that guy with the gun was the Brady of that neighborhood because he was only out there because he's paying attention to his neighborhood alert app. Oh, for God's sakes, it's that guy. (laughs) I got to get one of those. Nobody should care about their neighborhood. I have a neighborhood alert. Yeah, and John, you're a dick. <laughs> Brady can handle Sasquatch. He can handle a damn tiger. <laughs> That's a good point. Hey, make a movie out of it. Send that daughter yours. I'll kick him out of the neighborhood. Daddy, watch this. Doink. Crazy. It's uh, but I I saw that tiger story and I'm like, oh, I got a guy. I got a guy. I know that that will just make a mockery of this entire situation. People know you, Brady. So Brady, as slow as you are, you think. You can get back in your house before yeah. a sprinting tiger right. can cover thirty feet. 30 I'm going to miss you, door. Brady. Yeah, you're going to miss you. This is the people here. What I, my concerns? Even when he tries to defend himself about like how still I would go out there. Like I said, you'd go out. No, sir. No. And then, but he's thirty feet. He's thirty feet away. I'd go out there to warn this. So you would go out there. Well, yeah, I'd go out there. Of course you would. You can't control yourself. First of all, that guy has no idea. Of my, he said, "I'm slow." <laughs> you are slow. You know, and uh, no, you, look, I've maybe missed a step or two. Let me tell you this: but you are not slow. For I a want man- a tiger chasing me. <laughs> you, yeah, you would be too slow for that too. You are not slow for a man of your size and age. That's like saying she's beautiful for fifty. Like we always throw the caveat. <laughs> in. I'm a brave it runner. Doesn't, it doesn't mean you're fast. It means you're quicker than we would expect. Visually, by age and size. But that doesn't mean we can give you, you know, uh, DK Metcalf speed, a tiger coming at you. You're still just as, as slow as a 56-year-old man running from a tiger. You're going to get eaten by it. Stay in the goddamn house. A tiger knows better. And if I was laser, his neighbor, I'd go buy a tiger immediately to keep Brady inside. <laughs> Finally, a little peace and quiet around here. Get out my get my mail without that idiot asking me to join him for something. Having a party this weekend or anything? Can I pet your tiger? Yeah, bogan. So just a re- another reason, another one that we're right to just ignore everything in our front yard. I had the uh, FedEx guy wave at me yesterday. He needed something. I was in the window and I'm just looking at him. We're we're peer to peer. There's just a window separating us. Like he's visiting, COVID. like he's visiting me in prison, and he needed me to sign. He does one of these, and I'm just like, just point at the ground. Put it on the ground. Got a sign for this. Nope, that's not true anymore. We don't. I'll do it online. 
and we stared at each other for a second, like like I'm not coming to the door, and he just puts it down and he walks away. <laughs> I just gave him a thumbs up, and he tapped the thing, and we were on our way. I don't answer my door for people who are trying to give me stuff. No way. If Terry Tiger Bradshaw Frank, came with the if Terry Bradshaw came with publishers the, clearing house, you know, we check. could do it through the window. We can do that through the window. I don't need to open any doors or invite people in or get to be pals. Terry's a little different. Now, if a tiger's wandering around in Michael and Troy's yard, I assume they're starting a magic act because that's what gays do. <laughs> There's an opening in Vegas. But I'm still not going over there. Even if they said, hey, we've got some tame tiger, you would go to their house. If a neighbor told you, I've got, and, I've got, and a I got tiger two in. tigers, you would go to their house. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And that's check that out. dumb. That's really dumb. What do you got him in? No, that doesn't matter. Kennel. Brady, that is why I'm concerned about you. Hey, stranger. Uh, how you doing? My name's Terry. I'm living up there. Let's get a couple of tigers to make you and take a look. Yeah, I want to take a look, stranger. We, we wouldn't go to Eric's house because he had gun parties with his dumb friends, remember? Same well, thing. Well, they had wrestling rings. Yeah. Same dude. thing. Yeah. Same thing. When you look around the house, you realize, hmm. It all Not depends on the neighbor. It depends yeah. on the neighbor, John. <laughs> No, it doesn't. Yeah. Guy with a tiger is is out in the house. If I don't know the guy. No, Brady, tiger, stop talking. I'm not going over If I knew the person and they have uh, it's familiar still with a tiger. Animals. You are the <laughs> dumbest mother. I know. That's the stupidest thing anyone's ever said to me. Well, it can't attack you if you're friends with the guy who owns it. Jeez. It's a tiger he in the house. He knows what he's doing. No, he doesn't or he wouldn't have it in his house. This is why I'm concerned about him. Brett, we're friends for a long time. Yeah. I tell you, guess what I just got? A new pet tiger. Come over. F off. It's a full-size oh, tiger. Out. You know who'd be there? Come on, Brett, you pussy. <laughs> Brady'd be standing in the door. like I'd have breathy marks on all my windows of him peeking in the house. You break in. You, you, no you, way. You've got to stop this. See, this, this Houston story had me so concerned about you. It's, to me, Houston's too close. You probably want to go over to Houston and look at it. They need a place for that cat. I'll tell you this, that if this happened in Surprise, there was a tiger walk in the neighborhoods. I know one guy that would take his Lincoln Outback to Surprise. You. Driver. You absolutely would. If there was a tiger was on the loose, here's what he'd do. Maybe. You'd you'd schedule 18 holes (laughs) or a tennis match in Surprise surprise. that Happened to be in Surprise. Just so you happen to be there. Also, I know that if on the news... They showed some jack-o'-lantern-faced hillbilly who's got tigers in his backyard. Brady'd be friends with him. Mm-hmm. I know that guy. I've been over to his place. Not Good so dude. Bad. You'd be over there looking at tigers in people's yards, and you make me nervous about that. Now people are like, after the tiger eats Brady, this, this, they're going to be like a, a open auditions, or what's going to happen? <laughs> like I don't know. But yeah, you got to stop. And it makes me nervous because I just don't know how many tigers there are in Phoenix, but I know there are some because evidently this goes on all over the place. And people apparently Houston or not Houston, but Texas in general, they got loads free of free for all yeah. for tigers. There's more Florida tigers Texas, in Texas yeah. than there is in uh, the wild. Yeah. It's still legal to own them, but you they're they're there illegal on yeah. tigers yeah. right now in Texas. No. Right is now, that, what are yeah. you hoping for that to change in Houston? I thought no. they, <laughs> that, well, that's a problem because there was you so said many it was legal though. To have no, that tiger. it was legal to have the monkeys, not, oh. not the tiger. But you said it's illegal now. Let alone like like you people are starting a movement to try to they change the whole reason. Yeah, because no. the population got if more people were getting them. Right, but you're hoping that it changes to be legal someday. No. Okay. Good. No. 
I worry about. Why would anybody want to own a big cat like that, though? It's ridiculous. The reason I say that, Brady. You've never wanted a tiger? No. <laughs> Brady, no not, not once. <laughs> not once. All that's missing is Bogan to say, life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> it's true. He's forced dumb. <laughs> if we had, like, think about it. There's a tiger in the far reaches of Wickenburg wandering around. And there's, but like if there was the, like somebody said the best pizza I've ever had is in Wickenburg, you'd drive to that for sure. Darn toot. Guaranteed. So if somebody said there's a tiger walking the streets, you'd drive to that. What was that monkey out in AJ or whatever? We need to call him. His down. name was AJ. Yeah, his, his name, name was, was AJ. AJ? He lived yeah. in Paradise Valley. And, yeah. and I, all I said that day was, <laughs> I want a helper monkey. <laughs> right. I want a monkey in my house that helps me with chores. Yeah, but that one was small, right? Brady says, there's a guy in Paradise Valley. He's got one called AJ. And then we get in contact with this dude. <laughs> AJ had to go away because he started biting people. And attacking. They're strong. Was it just a chimp or? No, some guy had some, what was it? It's like a dwarf gorilla. Yeah, it was like a little baby thing and kept some blind guy at bay and like went and got him cups of stuff. <laughs> it was. Got free clothing. And, yeah, and he got clothes and Brady knew because he'd seen him in restaurants or something. <laughs> it's a guy named, uh, yeah, a monkey named AJ out there. It's pretty cool. I'm like, I wanted, all I said was I wanted a helper monkey. As sort of a joke, I really didn't want the monkey. They stink. They're disgusting. Yeah, you don't want a monkey. Can tell you that. Thanks. I, you know who I knew <laughs> everyone, that. You know who I knew everyone that. Everyone listening right now, don't Comment get a monkey. Sense. Yeah, don't you know who I knew that. Monkey. I got loads of common sense and logic. I got loads of it. I knew deep down I didn't want a monkey. Would I uh, uh, enjoy the company of a monkey for a few seconds? Sure. They're kind of adorable. If a neighbor had one on a leash or something yeah. like that, I would uh, know about it. I probably wouldn't visit that. And there's this audience. Hey, yeah, I want a tiger too, Brady. You work with a bunch of pussies. <laughs> these are yeah. these are your people. These are your people. This is your ilk. <laughs> that that guy is missing digits. Yeah, oh, he's missing digits, and <laughs> again, he looks like a Halloween pumpkin. Yep. I guarantee it. Listen, like, buckle boy. Yeah. <laughs> Look here, buckle boy. You pussies wouldn't tangle with a tiger. They're Indians. So. Homos sitting there with your poodles. Brady's a real man outside wrestling tiggers. <laughs> Said tiggers. Brady, I also know you with your limited wildlife knowledge. You think you wouldn't be out there with raw meat decoys? Oh, yeah. I can make him get yeah. away from the children playing toss. First thing I would do is take some steaks out there. Oh, he'd be lady in the tramping with a, with a stick. <laughs> Come here, big fella. Come on. This is USDA Prime. That's good stuff. Oh, wow. I like that. Let's see if he likes catnip. Oh, he's getting so close, Kirby. Daddy, I'm going in. Daddy's old. No, mommy, daddy's dead. What? Why are you smiling, mommy? This was a bad idea. <laughs> of course it's a bad idea. You're the only one I thought of when I saw Tiger in the neighborhood store. Watching on the news, I'm like, I know a guy that would wander around. We're out trying around. to save you. Yeah, we're trying to be your friend. It's like the dude I'll who's- call first, all right? I'll call you or text you. Say, There's a tiger in my neighborhood. <laughs> it's not like a 12-step program. So tempting <laughs> to go out there. Like, Brady, for me, you know me well enough to know that if there's a Haitian prostitute wandering around the neighborhood, <laughs> I'm probably going to go touch it. Yeah. You would be the one to say, what are you doing? It's the same thing. The things we like are different, but there are certain times your friends have to step in and go, I saw that loose Haitian prostitute and I started thinking about you. Like, really? I know you'll do it. You've got no boundaries. I'm like, it's true. 
Nicholas says, I found Brady's tiger. Whoa. Yeah, the pregnant Whoa. one. The post, that's the post-Brady tiger after he impregnates it. Wow. Oh, yeah. Get up in there. Whoa. Mm-hmm. He had no interest in Jeez. the giant canned blonde There's standing feeding there. feeding going on that day. He just happened to like. Wow. So keep away from it. And also in the world of animals, can we not have any fun anymore? Steroids and horse racing? Come on. Aren't horses steroids? Isn't that what we get them from? The whole thing, isn't it? I I thought a horse was steroids. I thought we were shooting horse piss and all sorts of stuff into ourselves to get bigger in the first place. Well, you got the pee part right. Yeah. But it wasn't the horses. Oh, I know. But I mean, isn't that what's Trainer went in the barn, peed on on the hay. Wait, wait, wait. Aren't horses made of steroids? Isn't that where we get a lot of steroid stuff? Is there, like, I've, I've heard, like, guys are like, he's taking horse urine. Like, that was in the 80s. And, like, they drink horse urine for, like, some sort of steroid. Oh. Thing. I thought horses were already performance know. enhanced. I thought because Natural. they're horses, they I have, I thought it was like, in their feed. I, I don't know. Like well, I know they have it in their feed, but I thought it was in their bodies. Like, I thought we extracted stuff from horses that made us, like, have a, that, like, that's part of something. I don't know. But I remember that, like, horses on steroids, okay. Who's who's got a problem with that? What's wrong with a little lidocaine? We're racing them. Like if we're racing animals, shouldn't we like get the most out of it? Like put them all on steroids. I think. Is it bad for them? I mean, what's bad for them is racing them. I think. I think, I think that's the argument is that they are all on. Oh, they steroids. are. I, like what's well, this the one other on? ones? Yeah, as far as we know. <laughs> but here's not the test positive. But I do like the excuse. Well, the guy, that human pee was in his food. And the guy took medicine. And so right. The- so it transferred right into the horse and made him a derby champion. Now, here's That's the thing. The best. The first thing they said was, nobody gets any money back. Uh, right. Like, How if you're second place, yeah, your second place right. horse, even if you saved your ticket and you got the place horse, uh, no, yeah, they don't they ratchet don't pay, them up. already done. Yeah, and then it's official. It's official no matter what. So what's the point of bringing this up? So if if the race results are official and nothing can ever change, it's the Houston Astros again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they faked the whole thing. They cheated their way through the series. They won it all. And there's absolutely nothing we're going to do about it. Then then it's not really a rule you care about. So Bob Baffert, he's got seven of these now. So what? So that horse now, stud fees, do they go down? I doubt it. He's still a derby champion, is he not? Mm-hmm. They didn't. Did they strip the title from him? Well, that's what I was asking. Did they, did they strip the title? I don't know. As of... Now, no, they. I mean, they've got to go through. You know, they'll. they'll appeal they're going to decision. Sure, they will, but no, yeah. it won't matter. And would you still do it? Like, if you're in horse world, still. Um, and as this, of right now, ready for the Preakness, they're going to run under a different name, Armstrong. I guess <laughs> the same Lance horse Armstrong, yeah. under a different name, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I guess I guess it would mean like if you had a horse, Brady, and I had the Kentucky Derby druggy horse. And we had an arrangement for my horse to impregnate your horse. It now makes that a bad deal because you don't want the druggy horse tied to your next horse. Or do you? Or does it matter? Like years from now, what's the horse's name? Medina's Dream? Medina Spirit. Spirit. So Medina Spirit gets your horse pregnant. You're still going to have a pretty good pony. That's a pretty good bloodline, yeah, I, I believe. Despite the dad having a bit of a drug issue. Yeah. It's kind of like if Doc, you- Gooden's, if Doc Gooden's kid 
uh, went to Dobson High School. We're not going to go, oof, bloodlines are, and dad was kind of a drug. No, you know, this kid can throw. We're pretty sure, even if he does have a Coke problem, we're still going to put him on, on the team. On cocaine, nobody beat him in a <laughs> right. foot race. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he never lost the lead. I don't know that it matters that much. But we can't have any fun with anything anymore. Who even thought of testing horses for performance-enhancing drugs? I know they've been doing it for a while, but why? Let them because go. Because humans are assholes. Yeah, because we wreck everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to race horses. I'm going to give mine an unfair. Like, What's next? Cockfighting? They're going to blood test those? For God's sakes, we want, in our animal sports, let's just let them run. Let them go crazy. He's on steroids. It's tainted. Like they had That's that how one much year. money's involved. You know, the one year the jockey was their, involved. Uh, of course it is. Yeah. You get millions for just having – that's the whole point of the Kentucky Derby. It isn't to win the Derby and get the money from that. It's after when that horse – The bloodlines. His semen becomes valuable. Yeah. That's all that million becomes dollar valuable. Million-dollar shots. Yeah, exactly. It's jerking a horse off becomes a million-dollar deal. And you do it like 10 times a week, the poor horse. That's a, The best thing that happens to the Kentucky Derby winner isn't that thing of roses. It's that for the next 10 years – some fine lady's going to go in there with gloves up to her shoulders and just beat you off every day <laughs> and because you won the Derby and sell your stuff for millions. It is staggering the numbers that the they've sired over a 1,000 horses. Yeah. And how come we don't do that with, like, Usain Bolt? Like, how come it's frowned upon? Like, well, he's like, right. a, like what, used to have him get extracted. Jimmy used to say yeah. they yeah. used to do that. Well, Jimmy the Greek was right. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy the Greek... <laughs> Said it poorly, but back in the 80s, we used to take the biggest slaves and made them with the biggest girl slaves, and then more slaves would come out huge. You know, we would take the biggest buck, and it's like, all right, Jimmy, that's enough. (laughs) Well, why don't we do that with our Olympians? We seed them out. Even James Bond tried it one. I think it was Moonraker. He got the elite race together, sent him up to the moon. He did. He paired up couples. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that part. I just remember Olympians and the the G Force machine. Look cool. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty No, neat. but he sent him up because Jaws ended up going up with that right. girl with the blonde. It's Richard Keel, is that yeah. what it was or something? Yeah. <laughs> he got in on that. <laughs> oh, did he get in on the new race in the moon? Yeah. I don't remember that. I got well, to rewatch Moonraker. It's lost me. <laughs> You're not missing not, much. I know. It's I'm terrible. a James Bond guy. It's, it's, it's a terrible Sir Bond. Roger Moore. Wow. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, Brett. It's a wonderful. <laughs> I told you the story that Ian told me when he saw Roger Moore do a one-man show. No. Roger didn't memorize any of the lines. It's a live show. <laughs> oh, and no. and there's, there's like, you know how sometimes in the orchestra pit you'll see, and this is true of all plays, if something goes wrong, the actor will say, line, and then someone will give it to him. It's very rare. But they do it during rehearsals. But they do have that person there just in case something goes south. You look and go, line. And then they'll say it, and he can hear them, but the audience really can't hear it. Um, Roger Moore didn't like the idea of that and couldn't memorize his his thing. So he was, when I was doing the uh, the uh, Moonraker film, we were all mm, Daisy. <laughs> Daisy was his in a spaceship, word. and so uh, Ian would. Like, I'm sitting there watching him. I couldn't figure out what was going on. Like the eighth time he says Daisy, we start to realize that the lady under the stage is feeding him all of his lines. <laughs> and then, of course, I got to do uh, the Cannonball Run series with Daisy, <laughs> Burt Reynolds, and Dom DeLuise. <laughs> he couldn't remember anything, but Daisy was his thing. I want to watch Moonraker. Anyway, let's do that. What, watch Moonraker? I wouldn't, like, Trip keeps telling me, like, what happens if you decide to leave or you get hit by a bus? Who do we put in your place? Because these three idiots can't do it. <laughs> Daisy. And so I'm like, I don't know. 
can we extract your semen and like, like for a million dollars? I would be all over. I thought that. you wanted like a, a Siskel and Ebert type machine where we plugged in all everything you've ever said yeah. over the years. Wow. Then, but then I got to still rely on you to hit the buttons properly, and it'll be <laughs> no, no, no. It's all computer. <laughs> the computer isn't going to be well. It'd be smarter than you as far as like what what's amusing. They're going to rely if they don't trust you guys to do it without me. How are they going to trust you to like play my part? Because I just plug in the words. The computer does everything. You're bad at your own part. Oh, so it's just going to be an algorithm yeah. of things I would say. Yes. Poop, fart, black guy. Yes. Be the first time a <laughs> computer's disgusted. <laughs> yeah, the computer would be like, no, cancel me. <laughs> yeah, but I would let them extract my semen and build another Sire man. fees? Yeah, sire fees. I'm, I'm, that's appealing to me. But you, DK Metcalf, I'm looking at him doing yeah. his own like uh, Olympics. I don't know what he was doing the other day. Trying to qualify. He's a superhero. We should be extracting semen from that guy like crazy and building better people. Guy's a giant. He's, a, and he's, he's not human. And he's, he's right there with him. He's, he's, he's 70 pounds heavier than all the yes. Olympic athletes. He's barely losing. 70 pounds and 8 inches taller. Yeah. This guy needs to be... He gets stud services. Why do we do this for animals and oh, not he, for ourselves? He gets stud services, all right. I mean, you know, and the problem is, is because people would want money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning's dad should do that, too. I mean, he, he raised two starting quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. And Cooper dude, was almost yeah. there, too. Yeah, that dude needs to be studded and out. If you cut his hair, I'm half convinced Trevor Lawrence might be a Manning. <laughs> Do you see yeah, the picture where they took yeah. him and Mac Jones' hair? Mac Jones kind of hot, I'm not going to lie. Mac Jones would have been a, a kill at a bar. <laughs> With Trevor's hair. And then they took Mac's hair and put it on Trevor. And I'm like, that's a Manning. Okay, he's down there in Louisiana making new Mannings. But, yeah, I don't get that. But, yeah, so I don't understand. I, I watched the Kentucky Derby. and it, My dad went to it. He said it was amazing. And I'm like, does it ruin anything for you as a guy who, oh, no, the experience was amazing. So it's a steroid-riddled mess. So what? You got to go to the one that everybody I'm just sad for the gamblers who had the second-place horse. I mean, Medina's spirit was 12 to 1. They can't get the money back from the people who won it. It's official race results that, that very second. So once it's official, what are we testing for? If they missed yeah, it before, why bother? Why I bother? guess to knock them out for from the rest what? of the like, – from competing. Well, then just say suspended that. Suspended for – Right, then just the say race. that. Because I don't remember yes. Kentucky Derby horses running too often after they win it. You don't want to risk their leg. Once you win the Kentucky Derby, if you're still running, what's the point? You run the triples, yeah. That's and you get the hell out that's of the there. Whole reason if he wins the triple that crown, that's fine. But that's it. You get one Kentucky Derby win. That horse is done running in my world. Why? Why take him over to Paradise? Well, they finish out the season because Kentucky sure, you Derby. Got that the breeders and all they, the other stuff. But they start the season, right? Isn't the Kentucky Derby the, it it's is. the beginning? It's the season. Yeah. But I'm so. saying, if you wanted to, oh yeah, you just we're done here. Check like you, out. You go for the triple crown. Now you got a five million dollar batch of seed. Yeah, retire on top. You're not running. Triple Crown racers aren't going to keep going. We got to get that money back, John. They trip and blow their leg up. Yeah. Forget about it. Is the Derby the final of the first. triple? No. Oh, it's the first. first. Okay. First one in. Okay. Yeah. Preakness, then Preakness Belmont. and Belmont. Yeah. Okay. And they run every couple weeks, right, to make it. Yeah, yeah every two pretty weeks. Much, yeah. Normally. Normally, right. Last year they ran it in right. October. So I don't understand that, but evidently if you had that, I don't understand the world at all anymore. No one does. And then this is the best apology I've seen in a long time. Do you guys remember the movie Short Circuit? 
Number five, Johnny Five oh, Alive. Did he apologize? Yeah, so Parker Fisher, Parker Stevens, Parker Fisher, <laughs> Fisher, Parker, Fisher Parker, Parker Brothers. Fisher Parker. Fisher Parker. All of that. Yeah. Fisher Stevens, who nobody remembers, does he directs movies now. And yeah. He's directing Justin Timberlake in a movie on Netflix or Amazon or something right now. It's okay. It's, it's called Parker. It? Yeah, it's okay. It's called Parker? Yeah, it's on Apple TV. Is it called Parker? Yeah. Is it about him? Parker Stevens, Juice no. Fisher? <laughs> no. Fisher Stevens played uh, a character... Um, in short circuit that he's now apologizing for and saying he would never do it again. It was 1986. He's a white guy. Uh, this movie role, by he's the way. He's not white. No, no, no. He is a he. Well, he's not white, sure? but he's a, a like he sounds like a white. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did the old Indian thing, and Indian he's very scientist. And, and he was the breakaway star of the movie. It's Gutenberg and Ali Sheedy, and then a robot, Johnny Five. Who's Johnny? She said. It's it was great. 1986 fun. We've all seen it. If you're of a certain age, you've seen this stupid movie. But he was the comedy because he was the Indian scientist, mathematician genius that would say these lines. Now he's saying he feels terrible that he took the role. It was bad. He, he, you know, just a different time back then. And he felt so bad. He he's took a white sh- Jewish kid. That's right. Them. Nailing Michelle Pfeiffer at the time, which everybody's like, did you know that the dude in Short Circuit is Michelle Pfeiffer's boyfriend? I think they got married. They did for a while, yeah. yeah. Like he nailed two years after Scarface, Michelle Pfeiffer. Ooh. Yeah, that one. Nice. The great Michelle Pfeiffer. He was all over that and stayed with her for a good long time. He was so distraught by this role in Short Circuit and how racist it was and how wrong it was that he could barely contain himself uh, when he took the role uh, again for Short Circuit 2. He did it He did it twice. <laughs> And he's trying to convince us now that 38 years later, he's just, oh, I can't. It was a bad decision. I can't sleep. Again, another bad decision. I can't sleep at night knowing what I've done wrong. And how I, the only success I've really had in my career that people know about is this. And I'm just. Can't we see through this that people uh, are trying to get out in front of things before it, before people come okay. for them? Stop Isn't getting that, out in front of things where you could turn and go, go f- yourself. I totally agree. I'm not getting out in front of this. That was a fun movie. Don't if anybody tried to cancel Fisher Stevens right now, they're the problem. Short Circuit was beloved, right? You know what reminds well, me of first this? This reminds me of when religious people played records backwards, yeah, or tried to say the, the devil. subliminal. It's but the and then what happened? Prince put one intentionally well, on his album. The difference is back then we used to fight those people. It's yeah. like bowing down to them. Bill Hicks' old joke: If you're playing records backwards, you are the devil. Who does that? You're the idiot. But the people who scream out like this is this is going to be a problem were the ones we used to fight against. Now they're the loud ones. And Fisher Stevens, nobody even knows who he is. I feel so terrible about my role in Short Circuit. I had to look him up when you said the name. I'm like, oh, right, look him up. Name. I just did. Right, yeah, yeah no. him. now you remember him. Yeah, but but the thing is, you look at it. He he feels so bad about it. But that's what launched his career. It's the so only you'd reason. have no career. You'd be working a QT right. if it wasn't for short circuits. Like, shut up. Wait a, a minute. You exactly. said QT or 7-Eleven. There you go. Again. <laughs> All right, Circle He's K. Not Indian. If you would have been playing that role. <laughs> I didn't say 7-Eleven. I said uh, QT. And that uh, makes you racist. There. That makes you racist <laughs> for taking a guy who isn't an Indian and not allowing him to work at a QT. That's Why can't right. Fisher Stevens work at a he QT, Brady? He would a bagel shop. <laughs> that's probably more accurate, but still racist. You think he can't work at a QT because he's not really Indian. He thinks he would work at a QT because he thinks he's an Indian. The both of you are wrong. I am so sorry. Everybody's, everybody's wrong. You know what's happening? 
is that we've made it so uncomfortable to talk about anything that we're all just kind of finding stuff that looks exactly like us and talking to that. I'm more nervous around a group That's of why women. That's people throw it out there. I, I, I'm so nervous around a group of women. If there's a group of Indians, I'm not getting involved in the conversation in case I say something wrong. So now, right. you, now you've right. eliminated conversation between people. Yep. Like if there's a group of black guys and they're hanging out and they seem to be having a good time and I'm the white guy, I'm buttoning it up. I'm sorry. What are you guys talking about? Because I might get comfortable. Like to get in on I this. might get comfortable joking around. Not that I'm just going to. Hey, blacks! <laughs> looks like you're missing one. What's going on? <laughs> How about a little scoop of vanilla for this party? It's. I'm not going to. But if I'm with a group of friends and they're mostly black, first off, how did that happen? <laughs> Second, I'm going to be like, I don't know a few of these people, so I'm not overly. And they're probably feeling the same way. Who's the crackers? He going to be? And not not that we would even be right about it, but you're careful. When I was at Pro Recovery, a- it's almost all black people. And I remember we started talking about something, and I said that college – guys said, do you like football? I said, college football is slavery. Like I said, because I believe it. And then I'm like, this might have – that may have offended him because now, because I told him. I said, it's free labor. People are making tons of money off of it. I just think it's a, I think it's a terrible thing. And he started laughing. He goes, you know, I had never thought of that. And I'm like, okay, we're all right. It, but I was so nervous that for like a few seconds, like, oh, no, I, I didn't. He's If this is taken the wrong way, there's going to be a whole thing here. We're making each other so uncomfortable to talk that there's not going to be any discussion. We used to be able to discuss, joke, have fun, lighten up, whatever. Now Fisher Stevens has to apologize for short circuit or he can't have a Justin Timberlake show on TV. I mean, how many? Wait a minute. Is that why he no, apologized? No, I mean, he's, some, they're, they're asking him he's about He's getting it. out ahead of it. Well, because he's getting some notoriety for his show, and they're right. like, everybody remembers you from that horrible thing you did in Short Circuit. And he's like, all right, hey, look, he I, I wouldn't take the it. I wouldn't take he the role panicked. today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, well, oh. I wouldn't take the role today. I wouldn't yes, take the role you today. Would. Of course you would. But they kind of remember because again, nobody. Rem- I mean, they remember the crazy Indian guy in the movie, but Maybe they don't remember who point. it is. Maybe that's his point to bring that back up again. <laughs> Scott Haynes says. Me. Scott Haynes says, "I got a perfect uh, way to fix this. Give Fisher Stevens one of Tom Cruise's golden gloves. That's exactly what yeah. we should do. It's just instead of Tom Cruise giving him back, you just give him to a black person that had a movie the year Tom Cruise won in for Rain Man, right? Like Wesley Snipes for White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> Here you go. This is Tom Cruise's award, but we think it's better in your house." And then Wesley would sell it and pay the IRS. It's great. <laughs> We've lost our minds. But if you were upset, look, you're the problem if you're still upset at Short Circuit. Like, if you still got a bug up your ass about Short Circuit's casting. That guy duped me for years. You thought he was an Indian? Yeah. It's a pretty good performance. Back, back when we played the Short Circuit, I yeah. did. When did you find out? Please say just now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even no know. Idea. I didn't even know his name. Yeah, nobody does. Nobody remembers Fisher Stevens. And when you looked up, oh, oh, he's not in. Yeah, I remember he was on like Letterman or something when Short Circuit was out because he was the star of it. And he came out and started talking. I'm like, no, 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 do the voice. I don't want to hear from this guy. Do the funny character. I wanted him to be the guy in the movie. But of course, I was 13, so I wasn't that hip to the idea that he had culturally appropriated something for laughs and made a ton of money off. And you know who else didn't care? The rest of the United States, because it was a much cooler time. And nobody cares now. But if he said the wrong thing, we'd attack him. And then they'd be like, Justin Timberlake's friends with him. How, how, ah. Oh. Right. And then you take down Justin, and Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. You didn't say anything. Why didn't you act? It's McCarthyism. It's crazy. 
But yeah, if you're still upset about Fisher Stevens and short circuit, you're the problem. If anybody has any feelings about it at all that make it so that it infiltrates their day for a second, you're the issue. If you're still thinking of short circuit in the year 2021, (laughs) you are the problem. Right. I'm not at all. (laughs) I remembered Steve Gutenberg in it because we used to do the Gooch at Swaz game. (laughs) But I haven't seen short circuit. And and I bet you it's terrible now. I bet you watch it now. This is dreadful. Stephanie, disassemble. That's all I remember. I said it for like two years of my life. I'd walk around when something would break. I'm like, ah, disassemble. And it would make the girls in sixth grade laugh, and we'd all have fun. And I'm like, I think I'm going to get laid, even though I didn't know what that was. And I certainly didn't. Hey, that's the funny voice from the from County Five. Here's the trailer. Here's the trailer for... TriStar Pictures presents Racism. It's the ultimate soldier. It doesn't get happy. It doesn't get sad. It doesn't laugh at your jokes. It is quite simply Jim. the most sophisticated robot on Earth. Tonic. At Nova Robotics, the future is in good hands. You're doing real good. Just keep working on those last two bars. Thanks to Dr. Newton Crosby. Originally, I designed it as a marital aid. But artificial intelligence has gotten too smart. No. It's malfunctioning. It might not do anything. But it could decide to blow away anything that moves, couldn't it? Because $11 million worth of robot just hit the road. Wow! Number five is alive. Welcome to my planet. You just have to find number five, get some answers. This is terrible. in my house. And it's got a lot of living to do. Whatever it takes to put that stupid contraption out of commission, that's what you do. Need input. Oh, that's need input was another thing. Yeah. Just, they seem quite lifelike, but they are still machines. Number five is alive. Nice software. Oh, that's when he looked at her cans. He broke in and Bill Cosby her in her bathtub. They didn't show any of Fisher Stevens' parts. Just the opening scene. He's just in it. They yeah. didn't have him talking because. He Hollywooded his name. Pretty strong. It was Stephen Fisher. Oh, is that right? And he slipped it around. <laughs> so he could get roles as an Indian. Yep. Well, originally they said the movie was, uh, that character was supposed to be white. But then they changed it to, to be foreign because it wasn't as funny without it. So he's sorry for that. Remember Short Circuit? Me neither. If yeah. you're upset about it, hang yourself. <laughs> I can't go to work today. Boss, I'm not coming in. I, I, my, I'm thinking about Short Circuit. How Directed wrong by John Badham. Isn't that the guy that did like Hooper and... Hooper? The stunt movie? The Burt Reynolds stunt yeah. movie? No, you're thinking wow. Hal, Hal Needham. Hal Needham, Needham yeah. Not John Badham. <laughs> no, John Badham's one and done with Short Circuit, and then he tried Short Circuit too, and then people are like, racist. Listen, Fisher, the first couple of scenes, you're just, you're not that funny. Yeah. Um, let's put an accent. Let's throw some accents on that. You look like an Indian to me. I would buy a Slurpee off of you. <laughs> and he did it, and it was great, but now he's apologizing. What are you going to do? Uh, what's on the big board of musical treats? Over All right, there? the wake up song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. It is getting a little warm out there, but uh, hit them trails early in Perfect the morning. Perfect time to do it. Yeah, exactly. If you're like me and you want the trails to be all for you, you ride in the summertime. You own the desert. Just bring water. Giant Camelback. Mm. It's and, perfect. And don't go off the trail. It's the well. Come on. Occasionally, you're going to go off the trail. Let's not be pussies. If there's a tiger, you got to go try and grab Jesus, it. Jesus, I was going to Except say, for man, for snake. a guy that will race tigers, don't go off the trail. <laughs> let go off that let trail. the pros do that. Plus, there's a tiger. Mr. Don't go off the trail. I watch you climb a mountain to touch a chuck wall at a golf course. You'd go off the trail. I'm talking about the average Joes, you know. That oh, you didn't say that. Too. Yeah. The unaverage Joe. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're the sloppy Joe. <laughs> All right, just ride your bike outside. Yeah, brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Get you guys, uh, get you guys all lined up and dialed in for the season. Action Ride Shop on Facebook, as well as that Action Ride Shop on Instagram, and uh, it, a lot of it's going with what we were talking about earlier: uh, Black Sunshine on there, Pearl Jam uh, Black, Metallica Black, and oh, Seven Dust Black. This was their uh, tribute to yes. the hiring practices yes. of the Hollywood guilty of Slayer, being white. Slayer, guilty of being white. Wow, I don't know uh, that one. Michael Jackson Black or White. Uh, That's a good one. <laughs> Testament, Native Blood, Turning Japanese. That was just, somebody uh, just wants that for Brady. Yeah, uh, and I just want Big Brown. Known as Big Brown Beaver is the one we're going to go with because <laughs> nobody ever talks about that. It's all race. But what about oversized women? The un- un- unfair hiring practices in Hollywood of skinny, pretty ladies. Are you kidding me? It's just got to stop. They line up for the auditions. Yeah, they do. Boy, do they! It's crazy. We've lost. We've lost the plot. One hundred percent lost the plot. Short circuit still makes people mad. You want to go back? Nothing. Now nothing can be watched. No, it's all going to be so sanitized. All of it is bad. Everything. Rewriting history so the future is predictable is a terrible idea. Although, like we were talking earlier, think about those Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder oh. movies. The Jerk. Oh, uh, I mean the first line in the Jerk. Yeah, I, my story. I was born a poor black child. Audience <laughs> erupts in laughter. That is great. <laughs> and then that one part where he actually says, Sir, I am a jungle. <laughs> and he karate fights all those guys who are racist. The Italians. <laughs> Iron Balls and Ginty and his crew. <laughs> $2.09. Iron Balls McGinty. <laughs> For no reason at all, a man had iron balls in the movie and he kicked him in the nuts, broke his foot. <laughs> That's what comedy used to be in this country. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.